Sorry for everyone uh, thinking that I wasn't going to do a third episode. I'm just assuming that you were thinking that. Because I was thinking that up until just about five minutes ago. I was about to just kick this bitch in the river. Hang it with Hernandez. Top of the power rankings. But guess what? Rejected a trade offer of mine. So I'm salty. Top, top, top of the power rankings. I mean... Tippy top first team over 900 points. She's six and two, and she has an LOL record of 72 and 20. People, that means that she's on top with 94 power points with a negative luck rate. Hanging with Hernandez is coming out to kill somebody. Jaleel McLaughlin? I don't even know who this is, but AOL threw down 22. Caters threw down 17. Keep an eye on these two. Holding court. On a rather uneventful waiver week, she threw 15 down on C.J. Stroud, which is nice. I think people are starting to pick up on C.J. Stroud. He's doing a good job in Houston. Some of us are winning some schmeckles on the Texans. But no, I don't point this out because of CJ Shroud. I point this out because she also rejected a trade for me this week. And I'm just, someone trade with me, all right? I realize I'm just trying to unload Justin Fields. I realize that I don't have much to offer. But I would really appreciate it maybe if someone would trade with me. I mean, that'd be nice. I don't know. Same level's got all the trades going on up there. Or at least it seems like it. It's not much. They're kicking around, you know. Little pieces. They're like, look at us. Look at us trading back and forth. Okay. I'm trying to get rid of Justin Fields, okay? I'll throw in DeAndre Hopkins. I don't trust the Titans. I'm out. I'm out on the Titans. This week, I've got a new theme for you. We've been, the past couple of weeks, we've been going back in time. We've been talking about the history. We've been talking about the milestones. We've been doing all that stuff. Some of you OGs remember back in the day, we used to do recaps. When I say we, we're on episode three by now. You guys know I like to use the word we. I'm not talking about anybody else but myself. I was writing these weird-ass recaps 15 years ago, sending out emails to 12 people, 11 people. Jeez, it was only 11 people. I would write thousands of words about whatever just happened on Sunday. And it wasn't much. Like, we were still fawning over kickers. We didn't have decimal scoring, but I would find time to, to write a, a, a little mini novel on whatever just transpired. And, and the thing that I'd like to bring up about these recaps, it's not the effort that was put in. Because while there was a lot of time put into it, there really wasn't that much effort. I'm not a writer. But there was always a theme, right? And I thought that was really what people were drawn to. What's this week's theme? What is he going to try to tie it to? And I would always just go through my... My traditional, I know what's going to work. The evergreen topics. Oh, it's October. We're going to talk about ghosts. We're going to talk about trick-or-treating. We're going to talk about Thanksgiving in November. It was easy, right? Fantasy football season is like the perfect time of year because just all the shit's going on. 
You can make up all these jokes that attach to all these holidays that happen in parallel. It's nice. But this week, I don't have anything that's happening in parallel. This week is, you know, something stuck out to me. Someone left a voicemail this week. We'll get to that at the end of the show. And it made me think, I got a theme. It makes sense. I'm seeing it everywhere. It's almost like when you get a new car and you drive around for like one day and you look out the window and you see your new car everywhere. I mean, obviously, you were seeing it before, but now that it's in your head, now that you bought this car, you're seeing it everywhere and you're like, what the fuck? So as soon as I thought of this theme this week, I'm like, I've, I'm seeing it everywhere. The theme for this week is loud when good. Loud when good. I mean, I think it kind of describes itself, right? Teams are going to be loud when they're performing well because it's easy to yell when you're happy. It's hard to be self-deprecating. It's hard to have any sort of introspection publicly with us, whether it's in Slack or sending an email or a trade offer. People are prideful. People don't want to talk shit about themselves. People are worried that someone else is thinking negatively of their team, which obviously is directly correlated to your intelligence level. Obviously. If you suck at fantasy, it means you're a dumb person. That's what people think in their heads when they're playing this game. They think, if if I poke my head out of the ground right now and show my face when I am 0-6, I am going to get my teeth kicked in. And that's just not the case. Take it from me. I started this little thing, and I was relegated... Jump right back in this motherfucker. Who cares? Right? And I say that not out of exacerbation. I'm not mad at anybody. But I am I feel sad for some people. Like, you could be having more fun on a regular basis. If you didn't have this fear. This fear that, that something's going to bite you. Because what it does is when you actually do succeed, you look like... A bit of a coward, you know, when you finally get a couple of dubs underneath your belt and you're like, oh, look at me walking around with your chest out, all self-confident all of a sudden. We know. Smugness. Last year, I think I, I referred to the people as lucky gloats. This was proper, right? He was gloating about how he performed at the end of the year. We all know that was luck, all right? So when we see luck, when we can literally quantify it, I got the papers right here. Luck rate. Hello. Hello. Luck rate. I mean, it's obvious, right? So I thought, what are we going to do this week? We got this theme, you know, and and in the past, I would write up a little something to start the show with where I'm talking about history and I could have dates to point at and here's some figures and that. But what what am I going to have for the intro piece for a week where I'm trying to talk shit about people who just did really good. Well, this week we're talking about the Omega level. And without getting into it just yet, Omega level operates on Battle World. 
And on Battleworld, <laughs> I don't have to tell the old mega teams, there is already a lore that is being built. It is being written. Sometimes in stone, sometimes with a quill. It's up to you. However you want to form your city, right? Do your thing. So I decided to go into Battleworld history. Pull out this little fable. This is an ancient tale called The Raven's Gamble. It's beautiful. In the medieval, sometimes treacherous realm of higher veil, tournaments held more than just honor. They were a mix of raw power, strategy, and at times, seduction. The fields weren't just the battlegrounds for sport, but also arenas for political maneuvering, alliances, betrayals, and intimate alliances. Jackie, a rooster of high repute in Higher Vale, was much known for his love of the sport as he was for his weakness for beautiful hens. He was notorious for making bets based on whispers he heard during passionate nights, believing them to be valuable insider information. One fortuitous day, while perusing through Lady Cluckington's private chambers, he stumbled upon a glowing amulet, rumored to be from the ancient mines of Schmeckelstone. Convinced it was a talesman of luck, Jackie, using a trained raven, quickly placed a massive bet on Hirevale's forces to defeat Hammerhold in the upcoming clash. The wager was a staggering number of schmeckles. As the game commenced, Higher Vale's forces, fierce and passionate, seemed to echo the vigor of their homeland, leading the score. Euphoria overtook Jackie, and in another impulsive decision, he used his raven to purchase the most opulent castle in Higher Vale, thinking of the enormous pile of schmeckles he would soon possess. However, the evening brought with it not just the chill of Hammerhold's winds, but also unexpected treachery. In a brutal twist, one of Higher Vale's key players, swayed by the seductive advances of a Hammerhold and Maiden, betrayed his team, leading to their catastrophic defeat. Jackie was left with a vast debt in a castle he couldn't afford. His friends, while sharing a drink at the local tavern, laughed, Jackie, in the game of Higher Vale, you either win or you owe. And when betting, never count your schmeckles before they're minted. From that fateful day, Jackie not only learned the price of overconfidence, but also the unpredictable nature of love and betrayal in Higher Vale. That, my friends, is a very important fable, a very important tale that you should all take with you, take to heart. This is a very legitimate thing that's happening right now. I've seen it. This is our 16th season. I've seen this happen over and over and over and over. Don't rely on luck. If you do you are going to get a pie in the face. The season is far too long. We've got a great show for you today, but please leave a voicemail for next week. 
407-900-5305. That's 407-900-5305. And we will be right back after this. Hello. Hello, sir. I hear you having problems putting together your new kitchen unit. Oh, yeah. Uh, the instructions say... What now? The instruction manual. It makes absolute... Stop reading that. Well, what would you suggest I use? I suggest you use the fact you're a man. Huh? Guys who got pride never relied on no guide, sucker. I'll give you some step-by-step instructions. <laughs> Buy Snickers, remove wrapper, bite chocolate, and get some nuts. Go to GetSomeNuts.tv for more Snickers man coaching. And we're back. Today, we are talking about the Omega level. I know you guys have been waiting for this one. And by you guys, I mean everyone that's currently in the Omega level. You want me to just repeat the things that you already understand. You know, it's like confirmation. When you're an infant, you like to see things multiple times. to just like it excites your brain. You're like, oh, I know what that means. I know you guys were probably excited for me to just come on here and and talk about the things that you already know. We're going to talk about Omega today. All right. So Omega, I probably should have done like my full research. I don't remember exactly how many years. I think it's been like four years. That's my guess. Maybe this is the, I don't know. It's been about four years. But Omega has existed in a slightly different format than what we've got right now. So we're not going to go over it all that much. But I would like to give you the history. We, we talked about it briefly before. But we brought it into existence when we introduced the next level cup, right? You needed somewhere to send that winner. So we came up with the whole system. So it would send you to the Omega level, right? What the hell is the Omega level? The Omega level would be a level that featured teams from both levels, potentially. Now, initially, it was mostly just people that had previously won the same level fantasy league. We'll just call it they've previously won the hammer. And that actually reached all the way back to where I qualified from my championship victory in 2009, I believe. Like, because we didn't have enough previous champions that were still in the league to fill up the the whole the whole thing. So we actually had to field a team uh, from the Illuminati in the first year. Shout out to 10 Foot, I believe, right? It was 10 Foot and Smoking Blunts. <laughs> That was just for necessity. I didn't want them to actually win Omega in the first fucking year. I thought it would have been an actual team, but no, it was the it was it was the Illuminati filling in an empty slot for us. All right, you could have just played it cool, you know, just throw it down the middle. But no, these fuckers went hard in the paint. Did you know that it's an actual advantage to have two owners on a fantasy team? Especially when one of them is in Australia, they're constantly looking at the waiver wire. Unfair advantage. That's why I always put an asterisk on that. That victory. Asterisk. Digital audio asterisk right now. Boom. Anyway. This was a six-team league. Yeah, I know. It's weird. But we compensated back then by having these gigantic rosters, right? Dual quarterback. There was like four wide receiver. It was crazy. In enormous benches, you know, so we actually had like all of the players that would be in a 12 team league were taken 
in a six-team league because your roster was basically twice the size as a usual team, which just became not fun. We even did IDP for a little while because some people, for a, for a hot minute, would throw that out as an amendment proposal, not knowing what that actually did. So my initial pitch for Omega was like, hey, let's try these weirdo things that some fringe you know, interest groups in, in the same level league and farm level are interested in. Let's talk about dual quarterbacks. Let's talk about uh, it, uh, independent defensive players. Individual? Individual. And independent. One nation above all. We did this for a couple years. We did the IDP thing for one year. That shit sucks. It's lame. I mean, no offense to defensive players. What they do, obviously, we'd need them, right? A little bit of cannon fodder, I guess. But defense is important. We do judge defenses. But I think as fantasy players, we're, we're, we're serving ourselves well by grouping them as a unit. Because when you start to break it up into pieces, it's just way different. It just doesn't make sense. And it's not visually appealing, right? Getting half of a tackle or a quarter of a tackle on a play is not as exciting as a one-yard run. So we nixed it. There was no more IDP. We shored up the rosters at a certain point. Uh, we tried a few different things to get interest up, but it wasn't really working. And this year we wanted to really, really change it. It is now a 10-team league, and it is a dynasty format. So you're asking, like, well, you didn't have enough champions for a six-team league. How does it work now? Well, we have a different qualification system now. Last week, we talked about majors, right? Major events. There's one going on right now in both levels. So that's a new ticket. Let's talk about the full list of how you can get into the Omega level. First, off the rip. If you win the Omega level, obviously, if you were the previous year's winner of the Omega level, you get an automatic ticket. Next up, level champions. Same level, farm level. If you win either of those championships, you get a ticket to Omega the next year. This all makes sense so far. Next up, hypothetical champions from both levels. So those of you that are new here, that's just a word that we use for most points scored. All right. Hypothetical champion. If you score the most points, you could get in. Now you're going to start seeing a pattern here that there are multiple ways for you to get in, which would also lead you to believe that someone could qualify more than once. Yes. Hold that thought. The next qualification is winning the next level cup. We talked about that. Easy to explain. The final four are majors. So you have Major 1 and Major 2 in the same level and the farm level. So you have four Majors. And you could win multiple Majors too, all right? So why am I bringing that up? Well, that right there is 10 spots. There are 10 ways to qualify that I just said, but you can actually qualify in more than one way. So when someone qualifies in more than one way, what that does is it opens up an open slot that isn't filled by an automatic qualifier, and those slots are then lotteried off the following year, a few days before our actual lottery. I believe we did it one week before. And you can buy balls just like you would in your, your, your traditional level lottery. You can buy Omega balls for 2,500 schmeckles. Now, again, this happens before your traditional lottery. So 
you got to kind of decide on how much you're going to invest in each one. So we did that to fill out a few spots in this year's Omega level. And it's been pretty awesome. It has been an awesome system. So you're like, okay, well, you guys just made a dynasty system with new qualifications. Cool. Not quite. That would be enough to have to describe in and of itself is that it's this third level that sits as the one above all and you have to qualify a certain way or you have to win enough schmeckles to to win another lottery. No, that's not it. Battle world. So in that lottery, those qualifications that I gave you are in the order of your city selection. Okay, so when we had our initial selection... Everyone got to select a city. And you're thinking, what the city from, what are you talking about? Like Chicago or Los Angeles? No, I'm talking about Ballspire, Battlejack's Retreat, Hammerhold, Higher Veil, Illuminatus, Level Plains, Lockshore, Nexalia, Schmecklestone, and Toxic Hollow. I did not just have a stroke or a seizure. I just said real, real words. Those are real words. They're not real places, but, you know, give me a break. We made a map, all right? We have a real, this real fucking map. It's like you are literally playing a game of uh, StarCraft or, or the original World of Warcraft. I wish they'd bring the original World of Warcraft back. Not World of Warcraft, just Warcraft. It was better. Early 90s. So on this map, all of those cities that I just named, those weird words... They are laid out all across a map. You can see this on the homepage of theleagueoflevels.com. And we constantly share this map on our Slack channel too. Now on the map, you'll see castles all over the place that have those city names and labels. They'll also have access to waterways and there are pathways marking how you can get from city to city. Now you're thinking, okay, what the fuck does any of this have to do with fantasy football? Right, we we you lost me after Dynasty. Then you started talking about cities and maps, and you get to choose a city. Okay, so we had a lottery, and people got to choose a city, right? And everyone was assigned to their location on the map. And what we do is each pathway, each combination of this location and that location, we have a pre-calculated distance on the map. So we know how far it is from Ball Spire to Hammerhold or from Higher Vale to Toxic Hollow. We have a number for that. We mapped it out. All right, there's a little grid on the map and we're talking about how many squares. To, again, I'm losing everyone. What does this have to do with fantasy football? Okay. Imagine you could build a choose-your-own-adventure fantasy football league. It's the best way to describe the new Omega level is a choose-your-own-adventure fantasy football league. So in the first week, week one, everyone is pre-assigned a matchup. Okay. And if you are at your opponent, if you are the away team, that means that your forces travel the distance to your opponent. Okay. And however far you have to travel to get to your opponent, you are dealt a travel penalty. And what is the penalty? The penalty is literally negative points for the week. So you start in the hole. When you start on Thursday night or Sunday morning, whenever your first player goes, you've already got negative six. You've already got negative eight. Depending on how far you traveled, 
the further you travel, the bigger the penalty will be. You have to make that decision. Okay, the first week is preset for you. You don't get to choose. The second week is where the fun begins. The second week is when you get to choose who you would like to attack. That is what makes the Omega level different. All of these funny words and maps and medieval times and Game of Thrones references, all of that stuff, that's just the the front end. That's just the surface layer. That's the presentation layer. What we're really working on here at the heart of this is a choose-your-own-adventure role-playing game mixed with fantasy football. Fantasy football is at the core of this still. You are still just drafting a team and starting a lineup against someone else's. But we have some caveats. The main one right now is the travel penalty. In the future, I'm telling you, we've got we have a Slack channel dedicated for future ideas for this and the episode for Omega Level next year will be very long. We will have a lot to go over. I know that a ton is going to pass. Right now, even though it sounds like I've got, you know, pages and pages of what the fuck we're doing already, it's honestly pretty simple. All right. So let me back it up to what we're actually doing fantasy-wise. We've reset the roster types. They they mirror whatever we've got going on in the same level in the farm. So it's just very recognizable. Everyone has the same roster type. There are 10 teams now in the Omega level, like we just said. And you have to qualify every year. All right. Previously, people were kind of safe. If you won the hammer, you're probably going to be an Omega for a couple of years and you don't have to worry about it. But now you got to re-up every single year. If you re-up, you have to keep the team you had. You do not get to switch. And these teams, like I said at the top, are dynasty rosters. Okay. So next year's lottery will be very important because instead of just picking a random location on a map that you feel that you like the name of it, you're picking a roster and not just some keeper options, a full roster. You have to inherit the full roster. Okay. I'll report back to everyone now successfully. I think most teams in Omega treated it as a dynasty situation. I myself question it today already four weeks in I wish already I had gone for it for this year I should have said fuck everything in the future but I am proud to report that most people played it safe played it honest and if you're not an Omega right now most of these rosters are stacked with young talent it's pretty impressive so that's the generic overview the general framework of what Omega is. Now, the cool part to me is that we've added stuff now with this Omega level where we have shit going on on a Tuesday morning. We have shit going on on a Wednesday morning now. Well, I mean, we had waivers clearing on Wednesday morning, but still, now there is actually something that you're supposed to do and log in and handle, all right? So here, let me just briefly describe the process of attacking so sunday happens we've got awesome nfl seven hours monday happens i skip monday night football never really watch it i'll admit that we wake up on tuesday morning normally 
no, you don't get to do anything. You just get to look at the standings. Those update right on CBS. They don't update on League of Levels just yet until I get around to it. Right. But normally that's it. And then you have to wait until waivers for the following night. But now on Tuesday mornings, if you won your Omega matchup at 930 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, you get to choose an opponent to attack out of all of the losers. Right. So five other teams will be at your disposal and you get to choose who you'd like to attack. And it will show you on the website how much the travel penalty will be for each of them. You'll have to do your own research on the roster. Go look at the roster, look at the travel penalty, and you get to choose your own adventure. Now, if you're like me and you've just been sitting there getting mollywopped, you don't really get to choose much at all. It's kind of a shit deal. I always come up with these fucking ideas and then the worst outcome happens to me. Oh, promotion relegation. Fucking relegate buddy. Oh, choose your own adventure. Oh, Molly Wap buddy. I've been getting Molly Wapped for four weeks. I finally fucking won last week and I got to enjoy attacking on a Tuesday morning. It was glorious. Previous to that, I was being attacked, which really just means I didn't have to deal with the travel penalty, but I didn't get to choose my opponent. So I'm at a disadvantage. Someone gets to choose me. I want to choose them. So now I did that. So if someone doesn't choose you, if you don't get attacked, then on Wednesday morning, you can attack if you need to. If you'd like, again, choose your own adventure. It's your adventure. I'm not going to judge it because you don't have to. And you're like, well, why, why would you? There's a penalty involved. What if you don't trust your team? What if you don't think you can do it? Right? What if you're a coward? then you can just take the buy. Take the buy. If you don't select an opponent by Thursday morning at 9.30, you're locked into a buy. And that's how we have something on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday mornings now. So the Omega level, you know, it kind of took over the general chat for a minute. Apologize about that. But I do think it's going to take over the hearts and minds of some people here. Especially as we start adding shit. You can already see if you I've explained the the overall framework in 15 minutes. Now sprinkle some Dungeons and Dragons on top of that next year. Imagine if you had a team that had the ability to level up and their passing yards count for more points or they have the ability to start an additional wide receiver or they have the ability to have twice as many fab dollars or what there are all different things that we could add as I think we were referring to them on Slack as city cards, you know, and you could collect these things and trade power-ups and different shit. It is going to get weird. And I think that's what a lot of you want. I think most of you guys just want some weird shit. It's fun. I'm here for it. Obviously. I am. I mean, where else am I going to go? Fucking, I'm here. I've got nothing else. I'm talking about the Omega level again. So if you're not in the Omega level, I and you've been upset about us talking about the Omega level too much, I hope that this, you know, this FOMO, this energy, I hope it sustains because I want you all to be chomping at the bit to buy 
Omega lottery balls next year. Because this shit is not going anywhere. I think this is the most successful Omega year ever. And we're only one month in. I think we've got more attention on it. I think we've got more participation in it. I think we've hit it. And if we have that baby that we talked about last week, if we make that third level, then we could have 36 teams vying for a spot in the Omega 10. And that just seems like the right ratio to me. That seems like there will be acts of desperation to get in there. We have rumblings where right now, if you win the Omega level, you will earn a spot in the next year and you will get $50. We're considering changing the money into a ring because I do think that right now we have a relic in the hammer and we just purchased, by the way, a farm trophy that we're working, we're workshopping some names for it, but we have these relics, right? But those are temporary FYI, high decibels and big TDs. Those are temporary. They travel. They move. You got to keep it moving. So what if we had a relic that you could earn and keep forever? That's what we're proposing as well. So I think that we'll have Omega rings in the future. So if you want, you're going to have to win Omega, win your level championship, win the hypothetical, or win the cup, or win a major. Those are the ways you can get in. If you don't do that, which I'll tell you right now, I, I'm not doing that. I'm not. There's no way. Justin Fields is fucking killing me. Someone take him from me. Take him. Just give me anybody. Anybody in the top 12 quarterbacks. You can have Justin Fields. Text me. I'm sorry. It's hard. So I'm not, I, the only thing I have going for me right now is my, and my schmeckles are at like fucking 3,000, 5,000. I can get two balls in the Omega lottery right now. I'm fucked. Lockshore, one and three. All right. And I'm at level planes. I traveled up level planes, ran by high decibels. Great. All right. We've got more show for you. All right. You asked for it. You got it. Up next is me and proper football. Now, I'm sure you've already realized this. You downloaded the episode. You started listening. This is a long one. This is a, we, we're really, we're talking for a minute here. All right. So buckle up. Um, it's something. It's something. I love proper, but it's got, it, this interview is a, a different vibe than the first two weeks. Fun. Different vibe. I think you're going to like it, but let me let me take this time, remind you, once again, leave a voicemail for next week, all right, 407-900-5305. Maybe I'll say it a little melodic, and you'll uh, it'll click in your head a little better. 407-900-5305. High decibels. Let's get a little drop for that, too. Leave a voicemail. We'll be right back after this. <music> Man, I dig inner monologues. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, look, a filet of fish just sitting here in my mind being all delicious. Hey! That's my sandwich. What? How did you get in my inner monologue? Doors open, give it back. Man, get your own invisible sandwich. 
Any day is a great day for a filet of fish sandwich. And right now at McDonald's, you can get two filet of fish sandwiches for only $3.33. For a limited time only, prices of participation may vary. And we're back. It's me, Buddy Danger, and it's time for everyone's favorite segment, Chatting with the Masters, and we have an excellent master of ceremonies, a master of international ceremonies, and it's none other than everyone's favorite proper football. What's up, man? Am I your favorite? Yeah, you're my favorite. Proper football's my favorite. You will always be no, my favorite. Especially. Oh, that's sweet. Hey, you know, I make this all sound like I'm more enthusiastic than I really am. I'm going through the motions here, man. Everyone wants me to think that this is like the best one ever, right? Because we're we were partners. Everybody wanted this to happen. They were like, obviously, you have to have proper on the show. It was season. Was it one or two? Did we do two seasons or one? It was just one, wasn't it? It was all. You know, we there was a, a, a. a rotating cast of people. You were the most common one. You were on there for the most part all the time. And it was definitely for two seasons, but we never really ever finished out a whole season fully, you know? That's because, you know, I want to know why, because you were my only friend. I was alone in London, and I was trying to hold on to my American life. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's why I did it with you guys. And you were, yeah, we, we, you mentioned it in your voicemail last week that it was kind of like a therapy session for you, you know, coming on the show every week and kind of just yeah. chatting. It would be the middle of the night for you. It was a very intimate setup going on. I mean, we yeah, were... I was often drunk. Yeah, I'm sure I would have been too if I had to do a, a podcast at two in the morning and uh, with a bunch of people that are watching football live in America. You know, I have to like pretend that I'm not about to fall asleep. And that wasn't, you know, it wasn't the recipe right. for like exciting podcasting at all but it was kind of interesting at the end you did seem a little down in the dumps but you know what's funny i was thinking about it when we were doing the show back then you had never won the championship right no that was all pre-hammer nine inches yeah that was four to nine inches blitzed rain yeah the Stina rain that we are glad and thankful is over Uh, (laughs) in more ways than one uh and will never be repeated now thankfully Splash. Uh, no. But, uh, ironically, ironically, uh, four to nine inches. I don't know whether we can say his name or it's like Harry Potter, where we have to say the one that can't be named. Yeah, I've, you know, I've been avoiding it, but you go before. ahead. You do you, man. Well, but I, but we have to talk about it because we he's do. the last person I, he physically came over here. He was in the warehouse. Right. We had a, had a curry. We had actually a really nice time. Uh, you know, talk shit about you for a bit. That was great. Um, and, uh, and then it just, you know, all, everything that happened, happened. And it was like, wow, okay, cool, damn, literally, fucking you know, hell. I do, you know, yeah. out of all that, the one part I like is that I am just living rent-free in motherfuckers' heads where they are overseas bitching about Buddy oh, Danger. You do. I, I'm doing my job. You do, you do, you do. I, I mean, you do, it, you do, you really do. Um, if nothing else, I'm doing my job. Yeah. If you guys are doing that all the way over there, you could be doing anything in London, you know, and they're like, you know what we should do? We should get, you know, a, a cup of tea and let's talk about fucking Buddy Danger and how much of a dick he is. But I mean, but there's so much history, buddy. Do you know what I mean? Like, I I'm, I still remember the day that High Decibels was like, hey, man, you want to be a manager? Good morning. I was like, okay, cool, definitely. I, I think I, you're I, referencing. Like, well, you're going to have to wait because. Are you referencing you this this uh, voice right here? Yeah, I mean, we had a great scheme. 
It is Patrick Mahomes. It is. Uh, and he was just like, yeah, we go, wait, I'm not going to die. But we were getting in soon. And then that was it. I got in. I don't know who died. I think it was Nick Ball who died. Or it did. Jail or something. Yeah. And I was, and I was in. Yeah, Nick Ballers, he didn't... I don't remember what year that was, though. Can you remind me? Was that 10 years ago? Let me... Well, you know what? You just... You hit it almost basically on the nose. I was going to ask you, how many how many years have you been in the LOL? I wasn't going to ask that a, a first and 15 question, but just in general. Do you know? I think it's a decade. I think it is a decade. So this Maybe is... No, this this crazy. This season that's is a, your 10th that's season. That's quarter of my life. Right. The core of my life. So that's pretty nuts, too, when you think about it from, from a holistic standpoint, like 30,000 feet. If you think about it like this, you've probably felt like somewhat of a newcomer and not an OG. But now when you look at it, you have been in the LOL for more than half of its existence. Right. So like over half of the time the LOL has been a thing or the same level league, you were part of it. And that started in 2014. I came up with the idea for rele- relegation and promotion, which I'm very proud and happy that you took on board because you were getting into MLS. So I was like, this will be an easy sell. You know, uh, having yeah, having a uh, I love that idea. having a British person in the league definitely lended it. You know, the idea of hey, let's bring in some other ideas, um, and that was part of it. And I appreciate yeah, you bringing that class, up. Bit of elegance, a yeah, little bit of, bit of fucking repertoire. If nothing else, though, it definitely yeah, added a factor, uh, a fear factor. Where some people are terrified at the end of the season, wouldn't you agree? Well, I mean, I, I don't know what you're talking about, um, but I'm looking at the league standings now, and I do see that as it stands right now, right. this week, I am at the top of 23 other American, or 22 other Americans, one Australian, right. Um, and that feels good, do you know what I mean? Like Because I would hate that if I was an American and there was some fucking Brit at the top of the two leagues. You know, and well. I mean, you know big, most, winning, most winning champion in the post-COVID era as well. <laughs> I do. I haven't thought of that. four seasons, I won twice. So, you know, I had the COVID caveat year, then I had the should have lost the high decibels caveat year. But... The two on the trophy. You know, it's funny. The ones that you originally made it in. <laughs> so I I have your stats here. I have your career stats for the for the same level fantasy we league. To, we don't need to go into we don't need to go into stats. We can look at league standings right now. Right now, yeah. So so yeah, actually in, let, in a post COVID era, and that's it. No, this, no, 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 no. Overall, I don't need breakdown. No, let's talk about it. Let's talk about right now. Let's talk about right. You're six and two, right? top of everything even though you know we'll ignore the fact that you're not at the top of the power rankings but you are at the top jumping up though i'm jumping up i was i started 11 buddy sure let's let's be honest there fair fair and the wins are getting you there not your points for sure your breakdown record says that you should be four and four you are six and two so that is actually a plus 50 percent luck rate just based on that alone that your breakdown record says that you should definitely just be a 500 team I know, but Nick Chubb went out first round pick, so yeah. that's got to be a fifty percent minus luck. So that equals out then. That's just now it's just that's just good. That's just good lineups. I guess you know that's that math adds up, and I will give you that. But looking at your statistics, when I just back up and I look at 2014, 2015, just run run through this with me real quick. I'm just going to say some numbers here at you: fifteen, 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 fifteen. What do you think that is? 
Um, I probably think that's how many wins and losses I have in total over every one of those seasons. So that was your first four years. Your first four years in same level, you had 15 wins every year. Nothing nothing changed. Uh, it, was a, it was pretty cut and dry. We're going to get this many points. You, you basically averaged about 2,800 points a season, which isn't bad. Uh, and overall, your luck rate was actually in the negative in your first couple of years in the same level. And I think you'd probably agree. You were never really at the top. You were always middling around the center of the standings. But this was pre... Just happy to be there, mate. Just honestly, just happy to be there yeah. at that point. I, yeah. I felt completely out of my depth. Well, you know, um, people say that. But... I think about two years. Yeah. No, no, I'd only been playing two years. The first year, I didn't know anyone apart from Redskins players. So I drafted a whole team of people like fucking Tim Hightower. And obviously he came fucking last <laughs> and then and then i was like oh okay we've got to we've got to watch some other teams here uh and then i think the next year i was in in the big boy league and it's like am i really paying this much money to get battered by these americans and then told 1776 every fucking yeah yeah. yeah but it wasn't like that at all i was so i was worried for a while but then i was like i'm sitting here middling it out not too terrible not winning anything right ruffling any feathers right you were basically uh, 500 that was my tactic Actually, if I yeah, went a I little further, your fifth season, you ended 16 and 13. All right. So you, you broke out of your 15 chain. You got to start to turn it up. Right. Turn you, it up there, yeah. But you the got, thing got, here. A five year plan, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the fifth year in your five year plan, you actually scored the most points that you've ever scored since. Like you've never done better. Points wise than you did in 2018. And that's when you actually ended the season with a negative 20% luck rate. You should have done way better in 2018. Horrible, horrible luck. Well, that was, that was, if I'm, if I remember correctly, that's when I was keeping Patrick Mahomes. I got Mahomes very early. Correct. And kept him very, very, you got to keep him in uh, like the 11th round. Yeah. It was something ridiculous. I know. That was smart, wasn't it? Yeah. My Pacheco this year and it's still just uh, the bad luck yeah. hit you so maybe that's you know again balancing something out because right now you're experiencing the opposite after the 2018 season 2019 okay. was back to your t- typical 14 and 15 season but then 2020 <laughs> happened right 2020 was a year for you 2020 you had 20 great wins great year 2020 great you, year you also 20- had 3,100 points, so you were getting back up there, and you had a positive luck rate, 7.5% luck rate, and you ended up with the hammer in London. Yeah, with a COVID caveat, uh, business did great that year. That was great. I <laughs> spent a lot of money. I was, 2020 was a great year for me, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Absolute banger. So the um, crazy part was... And you, then followed it followed it up, followed it up, went on the repeat. I mean, and that was lucky. That was, I'm not going to lie, that was complete luck. So, well, um, you know, it's funny you say that. There's a pandemic going on. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, everything kind of fell into place for you. But, you know, you scored in the first, in your first championship season, 2020, you scored 3,109 points, all right? In your 2021 campaign, where you also won... You scored 3,100 points. You basically had the same exact number of points scored in back-to-back years when you won the hammer in, in those two years. That's amazing. Yeah, and if you figure out what nine points is as a percentage, this is all part of the plan, of 3,100, right. it's 0.002. 
which is what high decibel is lost. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's all part of the plan. Splash. They say the NFL is scripted. It is. SLFFL is definitely scripted. It sounds like it because it is. it was a dramatic fall from grace, if nothing else, right? The last last season, right? So you went back-to-back championships, and then 2022 hit you like a Mack truck. Darnell Mooney, mate. Bro, Darnell Mooney. No, was it Michael Pittman injuries? Those, oh, those were your Mooney. keepers. Oh, Jesus. That was a fucking absolute train wreck. Yeah. Yeah, those were your keepers. So that you ended terrible. the season. You know what's funny? Yeah. You you still had 13 wins. Like, God damn it. You're just going to stay right there in the center on the wins. But your breakdown was 58 and 129, which is hysterical because that means you ended the season in that mess of an AOL final, whenever it was, uh, with a plus. 35% luck rate. You should have been so much worse than you were, and you were so yeah. bad. And that's why I didn't didn't want to push my luck in the playoffs. I got get, get out of jail free card. I got to stay out for free when I should have, by all rights, been relegated. Absolutely. That team was trash. But I also got hit with Brees Hall bad luck, right? Again. Yeah. You, yeah can you call it bad luck, though, if you're investing bad in luck, the buddy. Jets? I, I don't think you get to do that. I mean, it's like the, the same people get to say anything that, that invested in um, um, the, the running back from the Vikings that's there now, Dalvin Cook. Do they get to say I'm the same sure, thing? Listen, listen, listen. Everyone, everyone's had bad luck. Everyone has bad luck. But I had bad luck and won the championship twice. Um, the most in the post-COVID era. Well, the, no, so the, the, the numbers here say I that you had positive luck also. in both of the championships. All right. And now you have positive luck in your shitty year. And now here we are again, 2023, you're six and two, your level wins are 22 and 22, which means that plus 50% luck rate. And you have been very loud. Today's theme on the podcast, today's topic is loud when good. You have been very loud when you've been good. But when we have these other times where you're not so good, you haven't been as loud, right? Would you agree? Would you, I mean, are you talking about flack? Well, I would just anything. No, I, only it could... ever go, I only ever go on flack if I'm winning. There you go. All right. Splash. Smoking blunt like, loves being like a, a masochist or something. Um, no, I literally, yeah, I, I'll happily admit that. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that, I think. Gloat, sing, sing when you're winning. Lucky gloat is what I called it last year, right? Was it, it was just a... But, no, but, 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 to be fair, I did hang around in the chat even at the end of the year. You did. When it got a bit, like, shifty. <laughs> I, I stuck around even when it wasn't good, looking good. <laughs> and in that bad year, that terrible year, it's not like I disappeared. I was there as well. So, actually, you should take that back because it was the year before that you said, oh, uh, you can't just, like, you know, turn up when you're winning, blah, blah, blah. So, right. actually, in the bad year, I made an effort. You're wrong, man. All right. I want you to say that back. All right. Well, what, all I know is that the first couple of weeks of this year, right? You said just a minute ago you didn't want to talk about history. You want to talk about now. I'm talking about now. 2023, we started out with a fucking stinker. I've been, I've been, in, I've been in the chat. When I, yeah, and I was around, and I was taking it. All right. I, well, I, keep I keep stepping, that same energy. Black, bro. I, we just want you to keep that same energy. Three win. other people, buddy. There's no. There's literally five people that use that use Slack, and you're giving me shit for not using it enough. That, I'm not. Where, nobody, where, listen, nobody's giving anybody shit. All I'm saying is I have to. I have to come up with something. 
And that's what I see right now on the paper. Right on the piece of paper in front of me, I see, and and the and and there's another one. High decibels is guilty of this right now as well. Loud when good. He has been very quiet. My name is no, no, no. I've been my name. I know he's polishing the house. I know. He's been very quiet, but then all of a sudden he he pops off with two wins, and all of a sudden he's yeah. I mean, we had a great scheme. Yeah, and of course you did. Yep, exactly. Of course, and so yes. you guys are twins I'm right now. I'm always going to back high decibels. No, no, no. There's a couple of people in this league that I will always back, no matter what, and you'll never turn me against them. And that's high decibels in terms of midget. You're never going to turn me against either of them. You can try all you like. No, I am not turning you against them. I am not. And here I am sitting in a storm right now. I hope this is coming through. God, it. I've never recorded this early in the day. I've got Florida rainstorms all day today. Wait a minute. You're in. You're in Florida rain. I'm in the sun in London, mate. Isn't that, that weird? That's funny. That is funny. Yeah. I. You know, I was going to hit you on the shitty weather thing. It's over at the moment as well. Yeah, they're all coming over now for this for this game. Yeah. Well, I. Locking in. I. That's the theme of the show today. Is that there has been. Some people that have loved being loud when good, right? And it's fine if that's your personality trait to be loud when good. That you, nothing against that. I think you get the option. I'm, 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 I'm on the other side of the fucking ocean. I get everything in the morning. I get to respond, and then and then it just sits there until you wake up five hours later, and then I don't get back on it until the next morning. Right? Ten foot gets it. All right. We live in a different world. You do occasionally occasionally which is what i like and this is what happens if you ever see me on a late night most of the time i'm battered and i'm you know on it and i've just opened slack <laughs> while i'm just lying on my bed in some sort of complete you know fuzz of whatever i'm on and it's like oh yeah why not i'll just chat to these dickheads smart but yeah normally i'm chucking it because i'm because i'm drunk and i'm like i'm gonna fucking kill all of you well, obviously not. They get sent to the Illuminati and banned from the league, if I ever said that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, you got to fucking walk on eggshells around here. You guys are just fucking uh, sling anybody out of here like your Uncle Phil. It was a lot of fun being part of such a uh, important Illuminati decision. Because normally, it's just bollocks. You know I mean? It's like, so-and-so didn't set their lineup. Yeah. Like, oh, Strike. So this was a this was a biggie. It was yeah, and I think it was handled really well. No one obviously no one was in that Illuminati got Artie group apart from Illuminati, but we handled it very professionally. It was you'd have been very proud of you being so well represented. Yeah, the, the league. I I wasn't uh, you know I, I brought it to your attention and I had to be the one to deliver you guys your your decisions, but everything else was behind closed doors. I, I I've I've heard rumblings. I, I am proud of you guys for handling that professionally. I am still surprised at the outcome. Um but it's been nice. Yeah, you know, I feel like that was that was a long time coming, at least uh, for the last couple of years. And it, to move on has been good, um, but at the same time uh, you've got a couple of new faces in the same level. You've got Danger Crazy. You've got Big yeah. TDs. How do you feel about the newcomers in the league this yeah. year? Well, I mean, I love Big TDs. You know, you know, it's part of, part of the High Decibels clan. Um, and very happy that uh, she's doing well. Um, uh, Danger Crazy, all I know is a Cowboys fan, and he got Allen and Mahomes and then tried to trade them for Chubb, which at this point should have taken, would have been hilarious. Yeah. But, uh, no. Um, yeah, I, I I back my uh, my team too much to uh, do no that after draft trade. Nobody would have made that trade, but it would have been hysterical. Yeah, if somebody had made that, it trade. wouldn't have been. It would have been absolutely hysterical. But here we are. We'll see. Um, you know, she's sitting pretty at four and four. You know, she's at four and four as well. 
they both have their standard stock emojis, uh, which I don't like. Um, again, munching on bunch and also needs to change that. All of us have got all like of us. We're all guilty. Yeah, and and they've just got the black thing with the with the letter. Sort There's a lot of that. Well. There's a lot of that. Go to the the LOL website has a little bit more but yeah i think everybody needs to get on top of their their logo situation here i think we all need a little better effort on yeah, that definitely yeah 100 percent. so we got a new thing this year anyway, we've got um we've got the uh the omega level the omega level not oh, brilliant. Yeah. it's not new but we've done it it's a it's a, it's the all new you know like new coke right we've kind of like refreshed it it's the new omega level and you because of your london residence you missed our uh, Omega Lottery, where you did win your spot, you won your way in because you bought a lottery ball, uh, but you you were unable to to select your town, uh, so you ended up representing, ironically enough, Toxic Hollow. How do how how has Proper been managing his time between his Proper Football Squad and his Toxic Hollow Squad? Uh, seventy five, twenty five. Yeah, um, I literally make sure I don't have an illegal lineup. Um, I don't understand how the battle world thing works. Right. Um, Listen to this, the episode this week. Uh, You'll I learn. I'm attacking people. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, I'll try. Um, I can't imagine how amazing the Omega level must seem to people that are in the farm. But I just want to let you know it's a nightmare that you just have to deal with. <laughs> and you don't really care about it very much at all. The only person that cares about it is Buddy. And you're kind of locked in to like, setting around for getting in trouble. Um, yeah. So no, don't give a shit about it. I don't have an emoji on that one at all. Um, uh, I just try not to lose. I am losing. It sucks. Um, but I think the point here should be that I'm a very good example for how good Schmeckles can be. Yes. Because I accumulate Schmeckles by betting only on myself. Uh, and you can, you, you know, that's true. <laughs> yes. Um, or the commanders. I have loads, and then I use it to buy lot. I use it by lottery balls. Yeah, well, come on. Um, in fact, have you got all the betting slips every time I bet on myself? Because you know that I always do that in the playoffs, right? You do, and you've that, gone nuts. Years I won. Like, all-in yeah, type I of bet bets. All my, all my money on myself. Exactly. Everything. And I never get any credit for that. You, you never mention it. Wait, I like, that is the kind of gambling that you want to see. I, like, I believe I've mentioned it. I believe... All your money, all your I've been very impressed. Uh, on I, which podcast? There's been three episodes, so I think you're lying. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we'll get on to that because we're going to do gambling later. Yes. But either way, kids, newbies, get Schmeckles. It's a good way to buy your way into the Omega level uh, if you've already won the championship uh, the most times in the post-COVID era. Post-COVID era, right. Yeah, uh, that's true. That's true. Um, and, and 100%. I think that the Omega level, us us talking about it is going to definitely create some FOMO next year. People, if you want to get in, you have to win a major, you have to win a championship, you have to win the cup. If you can't do one of those yeah. things, do what Proper said. Gamble. Go gamble your Buy life your away. In. Buy your in. Yeah. Stack them up, right? Yeah. All right. Next. Yeah, stack them up. Just, anyway. Next part of the interview, first and 15. All yeah. right. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm terrible at fast, uh, fast, quick answer games. I uh, hope. Carry on. Yeah, I think I think we'll be fine. I, I think we'll be fine. I think you're going to get these right is away. Quick, is it quick? It's quick. It's like quick. It's like quick answer, right? You got to say like you can't think about it, right? Preferably, yes. Some of these are going to be a little bit longer. Okay. But most of them are like Preferably, this, this yeah. or that. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah. So let's start out with a this or that. The first okay. question is coffee or tea. Oh, tea. Every time. No, this is an American show. 
And that is yeah. for grandmothers. Next question. Last season was mathematically your luckiest. You experienced a 35% luck rate, which was five times luckier than either of your championship seasons. Why do you deserve your same level membership more than Booyah? I don't. I absolutely don't. You know what? You don't. This is a gambling league. You you could have you could have answered, you know, I try harder than Booyah. I pay attention. I have less illegal lineups. Those would have been correct answers too. But you know what? That's a true gamer answer. You don't deserve it because you would have lost. It was a technicality. I and and you are yeah. you're admitting that, and I give you props we'll for that. We'll never know that. We'll never. We'll, we, we'll, we will. Now oh, give that. me a bro. They, he had a couple of catches on that drive already. It was over for you. You know it. But yeah, but but to be but the sad thing is exactly even though I try, even though I remember the dates, even though I'm in a different country, even though I pay my dues, or even though I do all the things that a good league member should do, and Bria right. doesn't, he still deserves to be in my place in the same level yeah uh, and i'll admit that on, on hell of a on bad that. beat so i'm sorry about that booyah um but i uh i need to get that uh trombone sound i need to get that back i i, I forgot about that one next question which hurt more losing the hammer or losing nick chubb Nick Chubb because the hammer went to her so it's fine. It would have hurt if it got back. No, dude. A lot more. No. That's the correct answer. You, you'd literally, losing Nick Chubb should have been like a 50% possibility in your head. The guy has like a billion carries on his history and you went and re invested another first round pick in him. You knew this was coming. You definitely, it, it had to hurt more when you lost the hammer. No, because I was just happy to have stayed in same level. But I, mean, I went into the year like, I'm going to 3 P. It's going to be the first time ever. It's going to be incredible. Then I'll retire, you know, at the top of my game. And then not, not only did that not happen, but I was battling to stay back in and, you know, ended up staying in by a technicality. So to be honest, I was quite happy to see it go, mate, at that point. It felt like a fucking anchor around my neck. Uh, and I kept looking at things. I don't deserve you. I don't deserve you. There's more. There's a more deserving person out there. Yeah, uh, right that was now. a that was a pretty um, ugly um, end of the year. Like, it was like the it was like the ghost at the feast. It was just sitting in my office, looking over <laughs> me as I'm desperately trying to set my lineup, like just looking at all the scrubs on the waiver wire, oh, mate. And it's just the empty space in 2022, just li like sitting there. I'm like, oh, it's not going to be me. It's not going to be me. It's going to mm -hmm. be someone else. Mm -hmm. So I was happy to go. And I thought that Nick Chubb would was going to be okay. I don't. Oh, I didn't want to keep Brees Hall because I could have kept him as well. But I was like, don't tempt, right? Yeah. Chubb, he's, he's the workforce. And then he got Brees Hall. I had to choose myself in the farm draft. I had to choose between drafting Nick Chubb or Bijan. And, and I, I had the luxury of choosing Bijan. I don't remember where you were in the draft, but that that's a stinger, man. Anytime that your first round draft pick exits in the first four weeks, you know, maybe next year you should remember that yeah, you can buy an I insurance policy. No, 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 but I know I'm going to do that next year, definitely. But I always have bad luck with rookie running backs. I draft because remember, I drafted um, Melvin Gordon as a rookie, um, and was like, right. he's going to be great. He was terrible, kept him terrible, and then kept him again. He was still terrible. And then on the next year, he popped off for two years and was the best running back. And it was like every time I 
do do that. I always get them a bit early. It's really annoying. I'm too good at predicting who's going to be good. <laughs> I get them when they're bad. Next question. Pick one. Football team, commanders, or hogs? Uh, hogs. 100%. That's an easy answer. It should be hogs. I'll take, yeah. in order of preference to me, it would be hogs, football team, commanders. Oh, wait, let me tell you a quick story, finally, just about that. So I did, like, I put on the stories on, on the business, um, like, who's going to win, commies or blah, blah, blah. And some guy responded, don't you dare use that word. What's next, MBL? Using the N-word? And I was like, <laughs> what are you talking about? He goes, commies. My wife's Russian and she finds that really offensive. And I was like, bro, I'm not going to live my life based on what may or may not offend your wife. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Slav Ukraine. Off. Unless his wife is Taylor Swift, and then if it offends her, you have to be worried about that, you know? I don't know. I not again. I'm not a big Swifty. But uh anyways, next question. Okay, next question. Was the refusal to offer Booyah a gentleman's rematch rooted in England's inability to win a war against America or England's inability to win a penalty shootout against anyone? Um, I mean, there's a multi-level answer to that question. Um, first of all, it was based on fear. That was the reason that I did not give him the rematch uh, because I had just created within myself a culture of fear of failure throughout that season um, through constantly failing. Um, in terms of the war stuff, yeah, you did. You got that. You got that dub. But then, then you, then you did not win anymore, and you went to so many. You yeah. are the Buffalo Bills of war. Um, and never ending. And, and also, with regards to that, I don't really take criticism from a nation that drinks light beer. So, um, piss off. I don't know, next man. I, I am into the light beer right now. It don't say next question. I say next question. Next that question. Does not surprise me at all. Go and smoke some CBD. <laughs> beer. No, you will not catch me with the CBD, but I will have a very low ABV. Next question. Sprinkles or hundreds and thousands? Yeah, I mean, you know, you want me to say sprinkles, but hundreds and thousands is a stupider name, which make objectively more hilarious because of that fact. You know, I was going to say that the answer has to be sprinkles, but you're right. It is objective. Do people really say that? In my research for this interview, I came across that. Actually, Dr. Yeah. Sarah told me this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I am... I'm one flabbergasted. Favorite, one of my favorite jokes. One of my favorite jokes has flabber, uh, has um, pun hundreds and thousands in it. But it's also the punchline is trifle, which is also an English dessert, which you wouldn't know. So I'm not going to do the joke because we would have got there and, and you wouldn't have got it. <laughs> I um, would not have got so, it. Anyway, yes, hundreds of thousands. Yeah, hundreds of thousands. Yeah, you know, in America, this is crazy. My my sister, Dr. Sarah, also pointed this out to me. But we have. Hundreds and thousands is stupid, but in America we have sprinkles and we have yeah. some people call them jimmies. Have you heard them called jimmies before? No. All right. Jimmy. So get this. In America, I assume that this happened in the South. We have jimmies in some places. And then at those places that call them jimmies, you can also get rainbow jimmies. So the difference between jimmies and no. rainbow jimmies. So they're, they're, they're chocolate ones. Correct. 
They are chocolate ones. That's so racist. Yeah. So if you ever go to an ice cream shop and they say, would you like Jimmy's on top? Just know that that's where it came from. Uh, It is a completely racist history. Um, Horrible. Horrible. So, yeah, I heard the hundreds and thousands thing. I laughed, but I was like, you know what? Better than Jimmy's, though. Better than Jimmy's. Next question. Which hurt more, losing the hammer or Brexit? Why is this all about which hurt more? Why are you trying to figure out how I hurt? I... You know how I hurt. We've got a recorded whole series. I know, but I thought that's what we're good at. We're going to keep it up. You know, which hurt more, losing the hammer or Brexit? Well, I learned from my mistake, I guess. It's got to be losing the hammer, but I've already told you that it wasn't losing the hammer, but I was happy to see that bitch go. Now I'm just going to confuse you with the buzzer. I don't really know why. All right, next question. Bangers and mash or fish and chips? That's actually a really hard one. I have my own preference because I actually enjoy both. But what do you think? Fish and chips. Fish, Fish and chips because you need to more time of the year. It's lighter, right? You don't like the light beer, but a fish and chips mm. dinner is way lighter. It's way better, I think. Funny story. You have not eaten proper fish and chips in that case. Well, I mean, the chips are heavy, right? Because you're going to get thick potato fries, like wedge cut almost, like the thick the thick boys, right? And the, the the fish itself should be breaded nicely, and you get a nice you know tartar sauce to dip it breaded. in. It's refreshing. Breaded, battered, battered, whatever. Not I'm breaded, not a, battered. You know what I mean, right? And I, I love it. So we go to a place that's just like England. I've heard it is exactly like England. Fuck off! It's, if it's in Epcot, it's bloody well isn't. I'll tell you that right now. Like, so I go. Rose and Crown at Epcot. It's just like London. It's like I've got. Ah! It's exactly like I see Big Ben in the background. I, the Queen is there hanging out. You get one of those. Uh, what are those? You get a shark bite or something. What are those beers Wait, you mix? Live anymore, oh my God! It's so good. It's... God, stop getting England wrong. <laughs> so we we go there the other day a couple weeks ago. We have an, an English dinner. Cat. Our Bapes orders us a, a nice reservation. We're sitting on the water at Epcot. We're going to have an English dinner, and it's Florida, right? And it is like 95 degrees outside at 6 in the evening, and she orders bangers and mash, and they bring out this plate of steaming hot mashed potatoes, and she takes two bites and just punts that shit into the garbage because it was the worst decision in the world. Yeah, it's got to be a cold winter's night. Yeah. Yeah. That's not bad anyway, then. Yeah. So, yeah, fish and chips. So, I'm right. Yeah, fish and chips is the right answer. Yes, I'll give you that. All right. So, now this one, put on your on your football cap, your head coach helmet. Next question. There's two minutes and 58 seconds left in this game. It's fourth and four, and you're on your opponent's 38-yard line. Your kicker is Justin Tucker, and you're down by three. Do you go for it to get the first down? Or do you send in Justin Tucker for the 55-yard tying field goal? Uh, how many timeouts have we got? You have no timeouts left. But the two-minute warning. You, yeah, there's 2.58 left. Yes. Okay, fine. And I'm three points down, and it's fourth and three on the 38. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you take the field goal. Yeah, I trust my defense. 
So you, you kicked the field goal. I will say that the answer is correct. You kicked the field goal, but not because you trust your defense. You kicked the field because you want to go to overtime so you can hit the over with another touchdown after that. You're going to need 10 points. The touchdown wouldn't have covered the over. You had to go to overtime to get it. So that was the correct answer. I, I don't understand overs and spreads, mate. All right, well, that's great. I love hearing that. I should be uh, in the driver's seat later. Next question, which hurt more? Losing the hammer or losing the queen? Wow, that's, that's a deep one. Uh, fucking hell. The uh, equals beat calls on that one. I'll give it to you. Uh, the hammer is... really bad there. It is as important as the queen ever was or the royal family because it's all a bunch of nonsense, right? <sighs> Next question. How much do you miss American food? A lot or more than a lot? Uh, a lot in the mornings because I prefer your breakfast, diner breakfast. Uh, fantastic. Well, good. I didn't even need to add any uh, English breakfast questions in here because we all just, that's just a dead end. Like, come on. What are you guys doing over there? Yeah. yeah. Of, of course you'd rather have French yeah. toast. We went around the world for spices and came back with what we've got. So, Well, and you filled your museums. So there's that. We did. We did. Next um, question. Anyway, carry on. At least we have. At least we have museums. <laughs> we, hey, we've got museums. We've been to the moon. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, that's what I thought. Toxic that's Hollow is one and three. That's what we have to call the moon bounce of bouncy castle over here legally. <laughs> <we have> <laughs> bouncy castle. Toxic Hollow <laughs> is one and three. You went heavy. On the younger yeah. players in dynasty system, right? You thought like, this is a dynasty yeah, league. You are heavy yeah. on the younger players. Yep. Do you see yourself managing this team in twenty twenty four? No, I don't. But I but I like to think whoever takes it over is going to be like, yes, Chris was managing this team, which means that the team he had was shit at the time, but it's going to mature into a really good team. I appreciate uh, that. I think, I think I do have that. It's you're you're paying it forward. You know, you're 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 taking one for the future planting, team. Listen, 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 listen. You plant seeds for a tree that you'll never sit under in Dynasty. You know, that's the way I look at it. Speaking of planting seeds, next question. One team invested in these four people. Which would you choose? Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, Matt LaFleur, or Mike McDaniel? Um, well, were they all by Mike McDaniel part of Washington's coaching staff under the fucking Jay Gruden era? Unbelievable. In, I believe, um, 2013. So, yeah, about 10 years ago. Yeah. Was McDaniel there as well? Yes. I thought it was the... I have in front of me a photograph, a team photograph, with all four of these people in the photograph at the same time. Wow, we really let some talent slip through our fingers there. Isn't that insane? If you um, could choose, I know, know now? you've got B Enemy, and I know that he now is. I'd want McDa now I'd want McDaniel. Yeah, B Enemy is fine, but McDaniel is really cool to watch, I think. 100%. Anyone who is vaping on the sidelines, I'm going to be a fan. Plus, I've been a lifelong Dolphins fan since I was born. Next question. What is the square root of 4,761? 
212. The answer is 69. That should have been very easy. Next question. Oh, yeah. Uh, Next question is the last question. All right. This is when we get serious. Can you take this seriously? You just reminded me of when the queen died, bro. I'm about as serious as I can get right now. All right. Good. All right. Serious last question. Picture this. You're in the same level championship matchup. It's Monday night, and you yeah. need A.J. Brown to make one more catch, and you win the hammer. Unfortunately, yeah. a player on the opposite team collapses, and the game is canceled in the first quarter. Do you appeal yeah. to the Illuminati, or do you let it be? I let it be because at that point there will have been an amendment passed, which would mean that this situation doesn't occur anymore. Um, I think we all agree that it was a massive oversight on the part of the commissioner not to have had something in place to mitigate this. I don't think it's, but you know what? I ding that. Yes, because you said that there will be an amendment in place and that means that you will not be in the championship this year. So if you don't think that you'll be in the championship this year, then I agree. Why do you say that? Well, if there's an amendment, there's no amendment in place right now. So if if it's this year, there would be no amendment in place, right? So you don't think you're going to be in the championship this year? I don't know. I'm lost at this point. Yeah. It's like the massive joint before it started. I get it, man. Carry on. You're loud when you're good, but you're quiet right now. I did pretty well, I think. I did pretty well. All right, well, no, I think if you tell me my score, I can get a bit loud. You got, uh, you got, you got the first down. You got ten. I just made that up. I don't know. I wasn't counting. No, I think I got more than that. To be At least I didn't hear the air very often. You got the, you got the first down. We'll you give you the first down. How many fucking points I get in the game? No, no. We keep it moving, man. It felt like a first down. I'm just gonna eyeball it. I don't need to point to the sidelines and have the chain crew come out here to measure this one. All right, I can see. You got the first down. I would have loved. I would love to see you try and interview Anthony Joshua on the fly on the sideline. Tell me about that. Tell me about that. So you last no, week, really, last week really you had uh, right. a, a trip over to what stadium was it? Wembley, home of football. Wembley, home of foot football. Uh, it's absolutely, it's absolute, it's absolute bitch to get there. And we did a pop up shot, which was good. I was doing a bit of press down on the sideline yeah. um, at the beginning because we get access sort of uh, halftime pre and after and um, so Anthony Joshua and you know we locked eyes and he sort of saw in me champion spirit yeah. that guy I can tell most winning as champion post-COVID era um, but luckily my dad's son was his old PA what right? and so I said to my producer I was like I, I can get a fucking interview with AJ I've got an in here. And he was like, no, you can't. And I just went over and said to his manager, do you know so-and-so? He's like, yeah, I loved him, blah, blah, blah. I was like, that's my godbrother. Can I chat to AJ for a second, just quick prediction? He's like, yeah, no worries, blah, blah. So he pulled AJ away from these, like, kids, make-a-wish kids that he was taking photos with. Like, See you later. Over talked to me. And, uh, yeah, smashed it in one. <laughs> Very happy with myself. So what? where are you putting that interview? What are you doing with that? Oh, that's going out on on national TV on Sunday morning. So tell 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 our oh, humongous audience up. about your other show. So, so is now two time nominated for best sports entertainment show on in on UK TV. Wow! Splash. So on every Sunday morning, 
every Sunday morning after SpongeBob, <laughs> right? It's a magazine show for a younger audience. We have the, the largest viewer demographic of any NFL show for people under 18. So I'll do it for the kids. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, it's been four seasons now, and it basically gets me press passes to every international game, which is the best thing about it. And so, yeah, I just go and do very little work, turn up in all my NBL gear. And, uh, yeah, just, it was great. Loads of fun. So I'll be going to Tottenham this week. I'm going to the Bills practice on Friday. Going to take some stuff. See, meeting Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Going to dress them in some stuff. Going to the Ravens one on Wednesday. Um, I think uh, Clean Wolf might come down to the warehouse this weekend. Damn. Um, maybe the Rich Eisen show. Um that would so, yeah, be cool. It's a, good, it's a really good few weeks for me. Yeah, exactly. So fingers crossed. And I've got a couple of mates coming over from Baltimore that were were friends uh, from when I was doing stand up. There, they're coming over for the, for the game next week, so that'd be nice to see them and catch up. Very nice. So what's the what's the scuttlebutt? Tell me the scuttlebutt. Is there any is there any truth to the rumors that that Jacksonville would actually consider moving there full time? Well, they're doing it. They're there for two weeks now, right? So two two games. Yeah. So they're probably going to say to them, did you feel any different in the second game where you were acclimatized? But do you want a little bit of uh, inside scoop information? I would no, love it. Gonna know. I'll, give you, I'll give you a fucking breaking news on, on the podcast. All right. Next year, Jaguars are going to be playing in Ireland, mate. Dublin. Really? Can't wait. It's going to be a Dublin game, Jags, at the Aviva Stadium in Dublin as well. That is pretty awesome. That's where Ten Foot's at now too, right? Is he over there? I believe he so. He said he was going to try and get in touch. He should. I think he's he's yeah. reporting as the same time zone as you now on Slack. You should hit him up. He's avoiding you. Oh yeah, will do. Nah, he's not avoiding me. We have we have a lovely, lovely relationship, Ricky and I. Oh, Ricky, I forgot that. That's what we call. It. I don't I don't think about people's first names. He's just Ten Foot to me. TF. I don't think about yours because it's the same as mine. It gets confusing. Yeah, that's true. We were smart thinking of other names, us. Look at us. Mm. Look at us. All right. All right. What's next? Spread, spread, total. This is the part of the show where we are going to pick some games. All right. And I am going to give an update okay. in the end of the episode on where we stand uh, with last week's picks on Coheeds. I haven't looked at it. I don't even know. I'm going to, I'm going to tally that up. And at the end of the show, I'm going to, Give the rundown, but we're going to put our picks in. Me versus proper. All right. Speaking, and, speaking of which, I loved uh, I loved the interview with Coheeds. Uh, it's nice to hear his voice. Coheeds was great. Um, lovely gentleman. He makes yeah, beer. Very, he, does, he makes a lot of beer. I know. Well, doing, doing the Lord's work. One of the oldest industries in the world. That. Yep. That and um, prostitution, yeah. right? All right, man. Yeah, fine. You go first. All right. I'm going to let you go first. You get to give us your first spread pick of the week. Right. So now talk me through this. So like, I've got the sports room. So if I'm looking at Chicago Bears, Washington Commanders, it says minus six spread. What does that mean? So that team would be giving up six points. They'd have to win by more than six. Okay. Shocking that yeah, you don't know this. Have... Yeah, I don't. I don't gamble in this way, in this American way. I just back to win. I've told you this before. Got to pick against the spread. You can just ignore the spread if you want. About hit, hitting, hitting the over. Everyone's like, I've got to hit the over. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, yeah. Good luck. Hey, you hit it. 
So does that mean you want more points? If you hit the over, you want more points. Correct. Over the total number. Right. So if you say like, so it says Chicago Bears 19.25 projected plus six spread. So that means that you think that they're going to get less than 19.25 points. No, ignore that. If you click on the matchup, You'll see the over under total. This is just here's a sports book one oh one for everyone. You know what? Let's take this time to let everyone know. Yeah, it so, is. You should not assume that everyone knows how to gamble professionally. So the projections so the, that's just okay. for your own like, you Chicago know. Bears. That's kind of just nice to know. Is Point that based on the spread, um, that's what that's what Vegas says that the Chicago Bears are probably gonna score about nineteen points. Um, uh, but if you click on it and you go inside so if the I put, if I put on the point spread, all right, shut up. Right, the Washington Commanders minus six, right? Yeah. That means that I think the Commanders are going to win by more than six points. Correct, yeah. Right? So if I bet, then no matter how many more than six points they win by, I win. Yes. I think they're going to win by more than six points, obviously. Sure, All right. Some money. So your, your first pick is Washington Five minus six. Thousand schmeckles. <laughs> All right, Washington minus six. I will write that down. My first pick. I, you know what? I will give you that. I've got Justin Fields. The value must be equal or less. The value must be equal. Than or... You're probably not logged in, bro. Yeah, I'm not logged in. You're right. Damn, I really wanted to just drop a load of bags on my first bet. Fuck it, I'll do it right now. I'm logged back in. All right. So they, did so I the, say five hundred. I said five. Did I say I said five hundred schmeckles, right? Yeah. <laughs> Fifty schmeckles, it is. <laughs> five schmeckles. Best of luck. Let's. <laughs> we're gonna keep it moving here. That is uh, my pick. My first pick. I'm gonna go with the Rams. They are. Uh, they are at home, getting four and a half points against the Eagles. I realize the Eagles are very good. I think the Rams are very good. We could see Cooper Cup back. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Probably not, but maybe. Uh, even if we don't, uh, Puka. Whatever that guy's name is, he's pretty good. And getting four and a half at home is great. So I'm going to take four and a half points in the L.A. Rams for my spread pick. Okay, I'm putting 5,000 schmeckles on Washington to win and win by more than six points. Look at that. Ten grand straight into the sports book. Bosh. Damn. Splash. Yeah, that's how I roll. Well, give me your next spread pick. Outside of the commanders, what do you got? Okay, outside of the commanders. I think the Bears plus six. 5,000 schmeckles. No. <laughs> um, I think... You know, <laughs> I think the... Um, I think... Um, so, if it says Texans plus two spread, that means you think the Texans are going to lose? Yes. So what would you bet there if you think the Texans are going to win on point spread? Well, you could pick the Texans and you, you get two points. So whatever the Texans score, you get to add two to that. I don't remember. Pick the Texans and then bet a thousand schmackles. You still win 2,000. What's the deal? So what do I want the Texans to do there if it says Texans plus two? They need to just, they need to win or they need to lose by less than two. Two. 
Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm going to put that bet on too because I think Texans going to beat the Falcons. And then annoyingly, I think Desmond Ridder's going to get benched for Taylor Heineke, and then they play Washington, and then he's going to beat. Oh, that would be so that's good. The way that I decided to script it. Yeah, no. I hope as a Bijan right, Robinson, that would be nice. I'd like that. I'd much rather have Taylor Heineke than than a Ritter guy. But you know what? Ritter looked actually a little better bet. in that's the, the first bet I've ever made. That what? Oh, your first NFL bet. Outside of backing me or Washington. All right, my second spread pick is going to be Kansas City minus four at Minnesota. I think Minnesota is falling apart. I've got Justin Jefferson on my squad, and what the fuck, man? I, they should have just paid Dalvin Cook, I guess. Why did the Minnesota Vikings fall apart? It also could have been that they were completely lucky last year with all of these, you know, one-score victories, but I'm going to take Kansas City. He's going to go on the road, give up four points, and I think they still cover. Taylor Swift is on our side, Kansas City minus four. Yeah, I think that's a good bet. All right, so now uh, I have to educate you by, again. I'm getting, I'm getting called by people. Right, I'm getting called by people in the NFL that I'm sending to voicemail, so... How much longer is this going to go on? For fuck's sake! Listen, oh, you're very you're you're very long winded, like Coheeds, and it's, it's taking you forever. It's like it's like you're live via satellite, and there's a delay, like you're reporting from Iraq right now. Iraq, not a lot of new command fans there. <laughs> All right, so now I think I'm going to have to educate right, you on how to pick a total. Do you know how to pick an over under? Uh, no. This is the exciting one, right? So, oh yeah, like over and under total points. Yeah, yeah, I know that one. Right. So to see the total points, you'll either have to add those projections together or click on the game and then you'll see it in the drop down. This is riveting right. podcasting. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Let's get on with it. It's. Gl I'm so glad that I didn't uh, forget to uh, remind you to do this before the show. Okay, I'm going to go for the under on um, Washington Bears. God damn it! All right, you can have that one. That, you that is what I picked. The over-under is 44.5. There is no fucking way they're hitting that number. Those teams suck so much. No way. It was 6-9 it was last year. Yeah. Like that. Ridiculous. With my luck, and you know what? I tried to trade away Justin Fields twice this week. I was trying to give him away, and I couldn't get rid of him. And I and this is supposed this is happening tonight. Man, fool's gold that guy was, wasn't he? Everyone was like, "It's going to be his year." Absolute cheat, as Spoken Blunts would say. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to switch my pick. My over under pick is going to be the under on the Panthers and Lions. The Panthers and Lions have an over under of what is that? Oh, yeah. It's going to be uh, 45. Go. Yeah, I'm going to take the under on that. The Panthers can't score. The Lions, they'll be able to let off the right. gas. It'll be an easy victory. Uh and that's that. So I'm going to circle that since you stole my pick yeah. and I didn't have it written down. God damn it. So yeah, good luck to your cum handers as Joe Gabagool would say. Um, and definitely thank you for coming uh, on the show it's, today. It's annoying how good it's annoying how good that nickname is. <laughs> it it sticks. It's like, <laughs> oh, oh God, Commanders, I wish that I wasn't a Commanders fan so I could say that. I, I did, we we've we've, we've been chatting for almost an hour now. Do you feel Hours. Yeah. Do you so feel like do you feel like you've got, you know, a little a little uh therapy? 
in in your schedule today? Do you feel like you've let a little bit out, or is this I like? Feel uh, I feel better. I feel happy. I feel like I understand gambling more. That's mm. probably going to be a thing, right, in my life to, yeah. to add that um, into it. Uh, maybe not. Um, but yeah, we'll see how it all works out, bro. All right, man. Just make sure maybe you keep up with us next year. Keep up the loudness, even as you regress to the mean, which you will probably do very quickly. Okay. I appreciate it. All right. All right. Back to 15. Let's go. Love it. <laughs> Love you proper. Love you too, bro. See you later. And we're back. Yes, I am. Whew. I don't know about you guys, but I am exhausted from that interview. Right. We were just talking in circles. It was like you guys were just listening to one of our phone calls, which I mean, isn't far from the truth, but it isn't necessarily a tight 20 like I did with Booyah. It was a little different. But, you know, we're going to get to everybody. Everybody's going to get a turn on here. You know, and maybe some people get an hour like proper. Maybe some people get five minutes. You know, maybe I don't like you. I think the fact I just did 55 with proper says, I, you know, I put up with a lot, you know? So it's Thursday night. There's a little, you know what? Let me, uh, here you go. All right. Getting light, light beer, like proper likes. That's what he said, right? He likes light beer. Now I'm actually... This is going to be a little different at the end of the show because I am distracted. And let me tell you why. Caters, I got that NFL Plus on my phone, man. I realized after you said it this week, I got the primetime games too. What the hell? On my phone. So now here I am. I've been recording segments all week, basically. Little bits here and there. And I've just been, obviously you've been listening. I've been really mad. Uh, my inability to unload Justin Fields and look at this. Obviously, it's like the, the first or second quarter right now, but what the hell? He's repeating what he did last week. I tried to sell high. I'm almost, you know, counting my lucky stars right now that I didn't. Even Khalil Herbert. Trucking people. This is a great way to start a week. And typically, you know, Unless you got Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts, nobody wants to start their quarterback on Thursday. Nobody. Are you fucking psycho? No. But here we go. Thank you, Washington. First time I've said that in a long time because I've been a lifelong Dolphins fan my whole life and I've never even thought about them. So we're in the voicemail segment. Some people say it's their fave. Some people say it's their fave because they just, you know, don't have to work much. They can just play whatever people say and respond to it. So let's do that. There's not that many updates this week that I need to go over that happened since I've recorded other things other than those two trade rejections, which <laughs> jokes on you motherfuckers. Oh, and also, you know, again, I am not a big Swifty, but there are rumors that the NFL is playing the commercial for her movie for free. I'm I, I have my screen on not only to watch Justin Fields, but also to keep an eye on this game to see if they play her commercial. If they do, that's what we in the radio biz call payola. 
Kelsey's going to have to do something about that. It's borderline illegal, according to company policies, not the actual law. But that's weird, right? Again, not a big Swifty. First, voicemail. LOL, your beloved and renowned champion here, High Decibels. You may have noticed my post-championship slump the first three weeks of the season. Well, rest assured that I've found my sea legs. I'm back, louder, and even more high. I wish you all the best, and I wish the Bills all the worst. Buddy, keep up the great work with the podcast. Fuck the Bills. Decibels out. Fuck the Bills. All right, fuck the Bills. Whoa, I don't. I, all of a sudden, he hates the Bills so much, I'm assuming it's just because of Joe Gabagool, which, I mean, you know, it's the Bills, bro. It's not the 90s. The Bills now are the Cowboys of the 90s. The Cowboys are the Bills of the 90s. Does that make sense? Sort of? I don't know. I felt like it was going somewhere. But high decibels, that's the voicemail. That's the one right there. We have yet to hear from him. It's episode three. Now, I know he probably didn't want to seem too thirsty jumping right at the show week one or something. He wanted to wait. But he also coincidentally waited until he actually won. Loud, win, good. Say it with me. Loud, win, good. It's a bad look, man. It is. But I like it. I'm glad he's loud. But he wasn't. Now he is, but he wasn't. He is, but he wasn't. Keep it up. You keep it up. Next voicemail. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I kind of made a silly trade. But I laid fucked up. DK Metcalf did okay. Um, it's funny because they both had, like, seriously good, um, you know, stats right before... But my life is shit. Point is, <laughs> um, everybody's doing good. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, Smoking Blunts is last place, one and six, yeah. something like that. That's pretty funny. Because, you know, uh, we're on this wedding, you know, in a day or two. Right. Wedding bells. But, uh, 34 fingers kind of shit. Joe Gallagher school. Um, I just want to say, man, all you guys, like, you know, the effort that we put in here is important, and I love that. Yeah. I'm saying, drink a little beer, smoke a little weed. Right. A little. Fucking A. Um, Blitz, you know, we, we made that trade in those school. God damn, like, I looked at the that's and everything was good until I got him. And if I had kept my um, what is he talking about? Fuck! If, if I kept my 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 just original lineup, Dylan mm-hmm. Godwin, yeah, I'd have beat everybody. Mm. But you know that's the beauty of a uh, you know same level it, or or just well, yeah. Um, Walters, hey, just like four of you guys. You guys are rad. Oh. I love this league. Switch some more smacks on it. Smacks. Get going. Let's go. And fuck Taylor Swift 
and motherfucking hey. Kelsey. <laughs> Fuck him. What? That shit's getting annoying. What? Anyway. Chris Walker is killing it. What? I don't know who that is. Best commission ever. Who is that? That's it. Um, Joe Gabagool. You're a cool motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know why everybody loves him, but everybody does. Anyway, fuck yeah. Um, R2-D2. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, R2-D2, all right. Uh, what the hell was that about? Bro, I got that shit at like 3 in the morning. Danger crazy. You just tell us if you're in danger, all right? We'll come get you. Someone will. We'll send Booyah. He's talking about a trade that happened this week, right? Four days ago. Yeah. Blitzed Danger Crazy announced a three-player trade. Blitzed acquires Patrick Mahomes. Uh, hello. I thought we were all unified in that we weren't going to feed Danger Crazy. I say we. I'm like I'm in the same level still. I'm not, but come on. We weren't going to give in. He drafted Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. We were going to let him eat it all year, I thought. I thought we were going to make him sit with both of them, but no. Danger Crazy acquires DK Metcalf, which he he did say. Now, I, I, there were some slurs in there and some mumbles, so I didn't hear Chris Olave, but he also acquired Chris Olave. So two wide receivers for Patrick Mahomes. Now, we got a pretty, you know, half-point, PPR system where it's probably beneficial to have some decent wide receivers more often than not. But, uh, but yeah, decent trade, probably pretty even, but I'm just mad. We were supposed to make them sit with both of them. I thought we were on the same page. Next voicemail. Hey buddy, this is your pal, John Madden. What Calling the fuck? To comment on proper football. And as fraudulent, you're so far oh, insane level. We just did. Stay at the top of the standings will be shorter than Elizabeth Big Trust Dennis Pia. <laughs> he needs to watch his mouth before I stuff it with my turdecken football hooligan style. He would probably find more success as a fluffer on the set of Ted Lasso. He has less points scored than half the league. Yeah. It was one tomorrow, Hamlin, hard attack away from being in the farm this year. <laughs> if you keep talking trash, I'm going to come to London and drop my bag on your face like the Boston Departed. Hail to the higher level. <laughs> I have to hand up. I did not leave a voicemail. That was if you just listened to our hour long interview, you might have gotten the the vibe that I would have left a voicemail like that, but I didn't. That was not me. I am not John Madden. But you know, spot the lie. I don't see any. John Madden came on here spitting straight facts. Just straight facts. But we went over that in the interview. 50% luck rate. His breakdown is 22 and 22. All right? A 6 and 2 won't last unless he has a breakout player or something. Obviously, things can change. But if we're just looking at the only data that we have, a regression to the mean is coming. We've been doing this for too long. We know that, right? Next voicemail. This is, this is, I just, I just locked my wife, big TDs. Now all I, all I hear is her in the other room, sharpening knives. Oh, fuck. Oh. 
I'm sorry, man. I don't think we can help you. We have a lot of uh, spouse combos in the league, man. And that is, it's something that you learn to live with. This is his first time in a long time uh, being, you know, the significant other, I guess, of uh, someone in the same level as him. Same level. But as uh, as someone that's done that for a long time, I got to tell you, I'm glad that I am not in the same level as Bapes. Super glad. That is not fun. No, no one likes that. It's fun every week that you're not. What you think? You would think it would be fun every week that you're not playing against each other, but it's actually not. Because imagine, even when we're in different levels, this still applies. It's only a good week when we both win. When one of us doesn't win, the other one can't talk about their win, right? Like that, that becomes a thing. Like if if your spouse is getting obliterated in your level or someone else's level, another level, whatever, you can't talk about your victory. You gotta you gotta just shut the fuck up, or else they're gonna sharpen some knives in another room. I don't know. Creepy. Next voicemail. Yo, what's up, everybody? Holy it's shit! Is coming to you on a recorded message from Miami, Florida, Rio Five. <laughs> I don't really represent the Dolphins down here. Go Niners! Hey, it's Niners Cowboys week. Fuck the Cowboys! All right. Fuck that Prescott! Yeah. Fuck Harlan! All right. They're all going to get the fucking wrath of Bosa this week, and I'm just excited yeah. as fuck. MAGA. Uh, now, talking fantasy, just got to say that, uh, you know, the Fornicators, the last four weeks, sorry, the last three weeks, they were, uh, they were a little impotent. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but last week, they found their mojo, Interesting. went 2-0, and and this week, we are ready to take on the rival in Buddy Prime, which I don't know why we ended rivals. I thought that was really fun. Majors. Uh, but nevertheless, still my rival, going to take him on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. going to show him what Fornicators is about, and my old boss. He's going to say to everybody, damn, I should have never brought this guy in here. He's going to kill even though he has McCaffrey, and I love McCaffrey. McCaffrey's going to blow up this week. <laughs> uh, he's not going to do that well, unfortunately, <laughs> against the Cowboys. They got a good, it's going to be a pretty defensive game. Can't wait to see it. But fuck the Cowboys. Yeah. Go Niners. Yeah. And uh, as you all know, I'm the leader of Schmeckles. Mm-hmm. If you follow my picks, Give you'll be some. up there too. So I'm going to just leave you on this note. I'll give you two underdog plays that you should play this week. Sweet. One being Houston at plus one and a half. Take the money line. Yeah. They're going to kill Atlanta. And the other one, take your Jets. The Jets also underdogs against Denver, who just royally sucks ass. That's what I'm going to leave you guys with. And I just want to give a big shout out to everybody that joined Better Ball this yeah, year. Yeah, boy. Hopefully next year it's a bigger turnout. But we're having a good year in better ball and shout out to shreddy fingers who's tearing up the league there all right guys have a good one good luck this week and uh go to the <laughs> okay there's loud one good loud one good all right there's another example i told you like a fucking car you just bought you're gonna see it everywhere he said it he was impotent but now he found his mojo which by the way I recently just watched every Austin Powers 
again, they're so good. They're so good. Like there are some '90s movies that you will uh, you'll revisit and you'll be like, "Ooh, this isn't funny. This is inappropriate." And those are not. Those are funny as shit. Mojo. Loud when good caters, man. But you know what? I like it when you're fucking loud. It makes everything more fun. What a good voicemail. I wanted to end it with that. That was going to be the final voicemail. And then I got this weird message from a fucking raven. Not a Baltimore raven. It wasn't doing drugs. I'm sorry. I'm talking about Game of Thrones Raven. A battle world Raven. A Raven from Higher Vale. Hammerhold! The time of reckoning is upon you. You shall fall to Higher Vale. You scum! We shall lay waste to your city with no remorse. your head on a pike attack what the fuck <laughs> terrible tally you have outdone yourself, man. I don't think he's put this much effort in since he actually made t-shirts for everybody. That was ridiculous. And to send it in on the same week that I just spent, you know, half an hour rambling on about what the Omega level is and how I thought just yesterday that participation was at an all-time high. Motivation. People want this. This is new. They're into it. I, I was confident that I was feeling that. And then I received that message. So I think I'm right. I think we're onto something. I think you fuckers like this. And you know what? I do too. That was awesome. <laughs> what the hell? Right? And before we get out of here, I did want to say one more thing. Smoking Bloods is getting married this weekend, I think. He's been very tight-lipped about this. Nobody knows. Unless some of you do and the rest of us don't and we're just trying to keep quiet because some of us didn't get invited. That's fine. Your loss. Would have gave you guys like, I don't know. Two microwaves. I don't know. 10,000 schmeckles. I would have given it to you. All you had to do was send an invite. But anyways, I'm sending my love. Sending my love up north, I assume. 
You're going to have that up there in uh, Boston. Proud of you, sort of. I don't know why people say that, but I'm going to say it. Proud of you. You got someone to say yes. Or she asked you, you know, who knows? 2023. But, you know, shout out to, to Blunts for finally tying the knot. Good for you settling down. Maybe you'll settle down on the sports book, you know? Probably not. None of us can, you know? But anyways, as we know, we get to the end of the show, especially a show like this one that's just gone on and on and on and on and on. At some point, you got to get out of here. I know. You probably wanted a three-hour show. I don't know about that. It's already kind of lost its luster for me this week. I'm tired. That was a lot. I love proper. That was a long one. Exhausting. I don't know. I think the loud when good thing is very apropos. I know you guys love when I use that word. It is appropriate, man. It is just, uh, it's happening. You see it everywhere. Everyone's loud when they're good. And you know what? So am I. I'm loud as shit when I'm good, and I fucking love it. I sound good when I'm loud. But you know what I also am? Loud all the time. That's my final thought for the week. Be loud all the time. It makes everything feel better. You know what I mean? It makes everything more fun. Release that dopamine. Be loud, motherfucker. <laughs>